0: Welcome back to the Talk Theory. I'm Angel.
1: And I'm Sushi.
0: And so in today's episode, we will be reviewing The Promised Neverland, the season one and two. And it's an adaptation from a manga. And I know this is a very exciting episode because Sushi, she really likes this anime. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's the first time we've done a kind of long series instead of just a movie. So yeah, I hope you guys like it.
1: Yeah, so
0: The Promised Neverland. Oh my god,
1: such a masterpiece. It's like the best anime I've seen yet. Even though I didn't see a bunch, but I think it's a pretty great anime. And plot it's actually a dystopian story. There's Emma. She's this girl that lives in a I quote orphanage, but then we discover that it's actually a human farms and her and like her brothers and sisters are just food for these demons. And then they're like, oh my God, we're in this demon world. They managed to escape from their sort of farm. And then they wanted to escape to the human world because they discovered that the world was split into two and that one part was for the humans, one part was for the demons. And then they were like, yeah, you know what? We're going to go to the humans world with the help of like this. Girl demon called Mujika, she had like this magic blood. They managed to formate this great plan to escape to the human world and restore peace and the demon world because they didn't want any more humans to be sacrificed, and so they found a solution to make demons not eat humans again. There you have it. Yes, good summary. Yeah. Okay, I need to ask after two seasons, what do you think about this anime?
0: Okay, well, like there's a lot of things I think about. (laughs) But like you obviously recommended it to me like first. And then at first I watched it and the first episode, it was like very new and... I wasn't sure what was going on, because it seemed Mm -hmm. like they were all in this perfect orphanage and just a really normal world. But then there was those numbers and barcodes. So I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. I didn't know where the story was going. Mm -hmm. But as I watched more episodes from the season one, it got really, really addicting. So Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing (laughs) this anime
1: yeah no problem i must agree the anime it was really well captivated and season one like it captivated us it had these sort of angles well camera shots as i can say of like those barcodes and make the viewer on the edge of their seats to know what's gonna happen next it was such
0: great. a unique anime i feel like i've never seen anything much like it it's so different but it's so unique also so this is what really made this anime stand out i think
1: mm-hmm, definitely and its uniqueness also comes from this sort of dark co- concept i really appreciate the fact that the author he challenges this concept of farming because right now we know well we have a lot of industrial farms of like animals because we need to eat meat. Yeah. And so I like how he challenged this concept and thought of Oh, well, what if humans were these animals? Like what would happen then? What if we were in a demon world? And I think overall, it's just really interesting. And with this, I actually have like a sort of philosophical <laughs> question. Um would it be okay if right now there's a magic wizard appeared and he gave all the farming animals like pigs cows he gives the animals knowledge and the animals can talk they have like a human consciousness would it be okay then to eat them
0: oh okay this is an interesting question okay but right now animals they still have knowledge i feel like but it's not as advanced as human emotions. Mm -hmm, So I guess now we don't feel bad as much. (laughs) Well, lots of people actually like turn to be like vegetarian. Mm -hmm. And but I love meat, so I can't do that. (laughs) But if a wizard appeared, Mm -hmm. as you said, and made them like more um, ethical and Yeah, have emotions Mm -hmm. and all of that, I think I would turn vegetarian then. Because I can't eat something (laughs) that I know can talk, even if they're just animals. I feel like I couldn't eat them knowing that they were killed just so that people can eat them while they don't need it to survive necessarily.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's so weird. And it's so interesting to think of the fact that we're eating animals because they're stupid like or else who was your favorite character
0: okay i'd say ray because like he had a lot of character development because he was a spy first and then he sided with norman and emma and then at the end he really actually cared for everybody Mm -hmm. and he was just always there for emma and he was always kind of in the dark. And it was always like Norman in the spotlight. The most intelligent and like the best one and all of that. But I feel like Ray also did a lot of things. And he was a true friend to Emma. Like in this season two. Mm-hmm. Norman. Yeah. Hmm, I'm not <laughs> sure about him. And like at first I really liked Norman. But he was just not as interesting character and emma okay she's very cute and all and i love her energy and but (laughs) (laughs) yes but sometimes it's just a little much
1: Mm, yeah
0: so i prefer ray he's like just calm and he's intelligent hot Mm -hmm. (laughs) no no whoa 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 whoa. you're 12 yeah 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 um
1: yeah but I definitely agree Ray is this he's a cold headed character really strategic thinking but I really like Norman because yeah okay in season two he sort of deteriorated but it was because he wanted to see Ray and Emma and he was he wanted to all to do this all for them well not all for them but like he wanted for them to be at peace he was sort of sacrificing himself like sacrificing his happiness he's like i don't want to do this but if i do this you guys will live more easily you won't have to be scared and all that thing and then it was i don't know i just felt it was so cute but sad at the same time so yeah but i definitely agree norman was more in the spotlight than ray which hmm, i don't know i would like to see more ray like his character
0: yeah. okay but I have to disagree with you in Norman <gasps> in the season two the season mm-hmm. one like he was great no complaints but mm-hmm. in the season two like we kind of understand why he would do this kind of even though it's not really well explained mm-hmm. But, like, if he wanted to do this at the beginning and, like, in the Lambda experiment building, Mm. like, that would be fine. But then he met, actually, like, Ray and Emma. Mm. And he saw that they were really hopeful, mostly Emma, to build peace with demons and then... Emma was like, okay, I'm going to find Mujica in like five days. Just give me that time. I'll show you that it's possible to have peace between species. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. Norman, like he said, okay, but then he just kind of betrayed this plan and still continued without even like thinking really about their ideas. So I felt like, this was just kind of dismissive of him to do that to them. And if he truly cared, he would have listened and not just go through with his plan because this is kind of what would happen in a toxic relationship. I'm not sure if it's really comparable, but it's mm-hmm. like you you say that you do those things for others and it's for others' happiness. But at the end, like if it doesn't make the other people feel happy and empowered well the actions you do even if you wanted to do them for the other person's good well if it doesn't turn out good like why would you do it so yeah but at least he understood at the end so that's good
1: yeah i must say that was really like when he did that i was like oh my god norman you went down the dark path but at the same time okay he was dying he had like literally this much time he had like one month to live and I guess because he just had one month to live, he didn't look at things in the long run like Ray and Emma. He was more like, okay, no, I'm going to do this because this is like the best. There's no other way because for him, there's no other way because he was going to die.
0: Exactly. So then he was like, yeah. So he was selfish.
1: Exactly. But yeah, he was selfish. But like, I don't know. He's just so smart and like, He formulated the plan to let Emma and Ray escape. He sacrificed himself once. Yeah, no, So
0: I agree. Honestly, I loved his character in season one. So I might have been a little harsh on him (laughs) because he broke your expectations. You're like, (laughs) yeah, like at the end of I think episode six or seven, like we see him. And I was so excited. I was like, yay, like they're finally going to actually do something and maybe find the human world. But Mm. then it's just all dark. And he just has those five really, uh, they're not weird. Sorry. Just those five people following him. Yeah, after he went to the
1: Lambda sort of experiment center, he totally changed characters. He was just I guess, a different person. At the same time, I think they were like 12 when they escaped. And then after that, they sort of grew into teenagers. And I guess, you know, teenage years is also the time of change.
0: Not true. Well, I think it was mostly because of the experiment that were done on him. Well, okay. I'm not sure if I can say that. But it didn't seem as horrible. It was horrible. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. But... It could have been a little bit more extreme because it's still a horror anime. So, I'm yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm too used to extreme things. But <laughs> this kind of experiment always changes people's mind and
1: brainwashes them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mhm. Come to think of it, Emma and Ray, how they encountered other demons. The first they encountered was Mujika and Sanju, which helped them to learn like hunt to cook to do everything to use bows and arrows they were like helpful demons so they had a really good impression on demons versus norman what he saw was really demons dark side was like okay no they're just the bad guys there's no way in changing this and so maybe this also affected on how he perceived demons like it was really contrasted like you can see one side it was like emma understands that demons have families and stuff like that. But Norman was just like, no, they're the enemy.
0: Okay, yes. I totally agree with this. Like, I think first impressions are really important and they shape your perspective of certain things.
1: Yes. Talking of first impressions, what were your first impressions on Isabella? (laughs) Like at the very beginning, like throughout the whole film, did your like perception change? Yeah. And at the beginning, like season one versus season two.
0: Okay. Well, my first impression of her, she was a nice kind of mother. But then obviously after knowing the truth, it kind of really changed because she was raising them just so that they could be intelligent, just Mm -hmm. so that they could have good meat Mm. for demons. (laughs) And because my first impression of her was like, she was such a nice character. Then after the fact that she knew all of this, it made her really scary because Mm. she seemed so peaceful. But in reality, that wasn't the truth. But at the end, like we know that she also tried to escape. And this kind of made me realize that she maybe distanced herself from her actions and she wasn't in full control of her mind because she knew it was wrong. So at the end of season two, I think that it was really good to see her finally taking action and be like, Mm. yeah, this is nonsense, (laughs) nonsense, like we should stop
1: totally like i dare say she's one of my favorite antagonists mm-hmm. in an anime because
0: okay okay and
1: because l- wait, 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 let, let me explain because at first yes it was really scary to just see how she changed and how she can control her emotions so easily <gasps> But at the same time, they were trained for this because we can see like clips of her getting into this sort of mom school with the grandma. And then she was like, taking tests doing Taekwondo and all that stuff. and. At the same time, that must be so hard on her because she was in this competition with other girls to be a mom. And then again, she was in this demon world. She was like really traumatized, I think. And then she was like, yeah, no, you know what? I'm not giving a crap about this anymore. I'm just going to live my life. And she became a little bit selfish, I guess, and like raised these kids. But at one point, I really liked her. It's when Emma, she got away like they faced each other for a moment and then emma was just like bye mom and then the mom didn't do anything she actually picked up the ropes that they left flowing and she was like good luck and the outside world because i feel like she actually wants them
0: to have this she's just trapped
1: in her past yeah
0: yeah think she wanted them to succeed in what she failed to do
1: yes yeah exactly Mm -hmm.
0: so honestly i have to say season one was very very addictive because the world was very new and we didn't see anything coming there were a lot of cliffhangers and like just a lot of suspense going on so it created really a great atmosphere and like, the farm system, all of that is very interesting. But I was really disappointed with this yeah. season,
1: two. It was rushed. It was definitely rushed. Like, we could see Isabella one time. They were like, okay, Isabella tried to go catch her
0: kids. And then we just never see Isabella again. Yeah. Some of them didn't make a lot of sense. Mm. They just suddenly popped out. Mm-hmm. And even for the plot, like the first few episodes were really great because we see them Mm -hmm. a bunch of kids trying to survive in an outside world but in the season one it's really concentrated in the farms Mm -hmm. so the season two could have explored a lot more with the demons outside and all of this world and Mm -hmm. the world building could have been really better but like at the end, like, there was just some villagers um, of demons trying to eat a few parts of human. It was not an interesting world outside to see. I'm not sure about the manga. I haven't read it. But for the anime part, yeah, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, like, they could have developed more on how the
1: outside world was. I think they really just rushed the whole season two To be able to finish it in two seasons but honestly if they made like three seasons just to explain a little bit more put a little bit more details that would have been great talking about mangas they totally cut out a huge fat part okay the thing is that you know the place like the secret place the secret underground safe place
0: yeah. yeah
1: there was supposed to be someone there like, in the manga, <gasps> there was someone- Really? Yes!
0: Oh my god.
1: And, like, that person was actually also a survivor kid that ran from a farm with his siblings, too. And then he was now, like, a adult. Okay. And so that was really interesting. And then there was the concept of Goldie Pond. It's like, apparently, when you go into the safe place- you they didn't have the telephone right yet. Like they didn't know Mr. Minerva uh, was dead. They thought that Mr. Minerva was actually in this place called Goaty Pond because the pen said to go there. And at that place, there was like this sort of village that he built the William built for like the kids and there was actually a portal to go to the human world but it was like broken sort of and there were demons there like I think there was a duke or something like there were rich demons that rented the place and they captured children just to chase them down and eat them raw what the hell just to play with them just because be like before the farms were in stored, there were demons were literally chasing human like with guns and like or like um arcs and bows and arcs yeah with arrows and stuff and so they wanted to have that thrill again they wanted to have that adrenaline excitement and so these rich demons they just made some contract with some farms and and needed to be secret because they legally can't do this it's only like the the royalty that can eat these live humans. And so they had this secret goody pond. And there were children there. Running away from them. And then Emma like got stuck in it. And then Ray wanted to come save her. And so yeah, it was like a huge battle between the rich demons and the... The kids. And there were also other kids. So like yeah, it was just a big part that they left out.
0: Oh my god, this this would have been such an interesting part. Like I love those kind of extreme, like Mm -hmm. really extreme sort of um actions and the Goldie Pond like eating humans alive and just for the fun of chasing. I guess like we also do that. Humans Mm. with animals, I mean. but oh my god yeah yeah
1: and like the duke there was even this like the most like the richest dude because there were a lot of rich dudes the richest demon he, he was like oh these kids are so annoying because when you take kids from a farm they don't know the existence of demons yet because they want their brain to develop and stuff and so they don't know and so they they don't attack the demons and so the rich dude was like oh the throw is still not here and then emma arrived and she attacked the demon and the demon was like okay yeah i gonna make her my prey yeah but anyways coming back to the teleseries season two did you have anything
0: yeah so at the end it wasn't like in the last few episodes it should have been the most exciting episode because it was mm-hmm. leading to the fin- finale. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really addicted. Like, I was just like, okay, I should watch it. Like, I've watched all of season one plus this. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I have to continue. That's what I told myself. But I just wanted more spice, like the Lambda. Oh, I feel like it could have been really much extreme like maybe they put those humans in like little boxes and then every time like they inject pills i don't know but something other than making mathematics and like those quiz there isn't enough (laughs) blood and like kind of crazy things Um, which is also fine Maybe it's just me, but... Mm. Definitely. I I think that they should have really just represented
1: a more darker concept. I think that's what you meant.
0: Yes. Because it exactly. was too light. At the beginning, like, when it was on a deserted island, like, the shelter was really fun. I really liked it because I like when characters, they've gone through a lot, and then they can enjoy things. Like, I like it when people... They have a really bad experience but then they can finally have something to be happy about like mm-hmm. so like when they found the shelter and all the kids were enjoying themselves in the bath all the little boys so <laughs> cute and like they were just a big happy family. This was maybe one of my favorite moments from season two but like with all the min- Minerva thing like with the pen, This was really intelligent. I think Minerva is a really, really, really interesting character. Like to have made all those clues, he must be really intelligent. Mm -hmm. It was actually
1: quite surprising to see that Mr. Minerva was the brother of James Rautry and they had completely different perspectives of how this world should be. And he killed his brother. So that's just great. I mean, brotherhood Mm -hmm. love,
0: I guess that's... Yes, I guess. Yeah, but the thing is, the second part, like I kind of separated into those two parts of the season two. The second part, there was also a surviving part, but this time they just found like an abandoned place. Then they were going around as demons. Yeah, like if they show a little bit of it and the marketplace, like the human's hand and part of the body inside of those like little jaws, mm-hmm. I also really liked, I, I'm not sure if I'm becoming a psychopath, but <sighs> it was so fun to see that. And then those demons like eating mm-hmm. or having them and just buying them. But then after like literally every scene, were in this the same place and they were all squeezed like in the same like clothes mm-hmm, so yeah. this is becoming kind of boring to watch
1: mm-hmm.
0: wish they did something different with this
1: yeah definitely the clothes it would have been interesting to see their personal style especially gilda who is this really fashionable girl she's like oh i want to buy clothes and not be in these or like this white uniform anymore so yeah it would have definitely been interesting talking about demons like the village i really liked how demons also have like this of social classes and it was interesting to see how demons also have this knowledge of power like royalty has power and they can eat the best meat and like the poor people they're starving and they're just sort of deforming and dying
0: yeah it's true it's like every species like everything has those classes and there will always be some like a few people that are superior or a few things that are superior and inequality is always there yeah so I wasn't surprised to see that in demons
1: yeah and this way we can sort of say that the demon society it was sort of like extreme capitalism of today and Emma was communist. She wanted everybody to have me. She wanted everybody to live equally and create this beautiful world. Like, it's really cool. But at the same time, it's too great of an ending. Like, the ending of season two, like, the ending of this whole anime, it's too great of an ending. Like, it's supposed to be a thriller. And I don't know, it's not sad enough. It's, it's just too utopic at the end.
0: <laughs> yes like the end mm, it was touching but it felt really weird like kind of cheap like there's just those images going around kind of like an iMovie thing where you just Mm -hmm. add images and they do a slideshow and yeah they were happy moments and all and mm, it wasn't A good ending for this show. I normally prefer happy endings because I don't like Mm -hmm. feeling sad after I've read a book or watched a movie.
1: Yes. So would you prefer to die in happiness like Coney, or would you prefer to escape to the real world?
0: Hmm. Did she die in happiness? Like the moments where your throat is being cut off, like those 10 seconds, Those weren't happy. Like, (laughs) it takes time to die. Um, But anyways, I understand your question. Mm -hmm. So, um, (laughs) um, I think that escaping the real world might have been better because even if sometimes ignorance and means happiness and sometimes if you don't know something, it's often better. I've had the experience of this. Many times, and there's so many times where I just wish I didn't know this. Yeah, even though she was maybe still kind of happy and she thought she was gonna get adopted, like you die, like you cease to exist. That's not a small thing. So, if you die, that's kind of not worth it. And if you compare this to the fact that they discovered reality. Then maybe if she died peacefully, it would have been good. But since they escaped to the human world, this changes everything. Because now they have all this knowledge of the world and they've overcome all of those obstacles and those dark truth behind their lives. But they still manage to get away from that and still live happily. Live this is the keyword live and not die <laughs> they're still living so yeah the second option
1: mm, okay i see well if it's love that's so important well if you have the choice like if you didn't escape with others because i don't know you're in a different farm you're not with emma let's say you were not that lucky and then you're getting delivered because you're a girl you have this choice to become a mom or die, which would you choose?
0: Oh my god.
1: Because that's exactly what Emma had to choose between. She had her leg broken. Norman was gone. Everybody was just like, okay, we're screwed up. Yeah, she was in this painful place. And her mom was just trying to convince her to follow her path because she was like, don't suffer anymore. Just choose the easy path you're not gonna suffer you're gonna be a mom you're gonna have a family sort of it's gonna be a little bit better and like at the same time i could feel that isabella really loved emma she was like don't die like you really have the potential to become a mom and like i really wished happiness for you even though it was like not the right way per se it was not really ethical and all
0: you mean like if i escaped i would die surely or i wouldn't know like if you didn't escape and you're like there like you're there you didn't know
1: any of this monster crap and then suddenly you're adopted you're like yay i'm adopted and then you go to the gate you see the monster you see the grandma and they're like you can become a mother or you can die what would you choose
0: oh, 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 oh okay this is a very moral and ethical question Yes. So um, if you know the truth behind all of those farm systems, like they're bad, obviously. And if you don't support this idea, becoming a mom would be kind of against your values because you're human and, you know, you've lived through all of this. But I think that I would try to change the system and try to maybe help the kids escape. Or
1: yeah, it's a tough choice because you need to have your own well being, but at the same time it's like such a morally complicated question just for like a twelve year old to deal with that. I mean you need to be a genius or something. Like literally all the kids in the farm, I have the impression they're like just geniuses. They were born geniuses. Yeah. It's it's terrifying to
0: that's why they kind of didn't feel like kids, like They were, like, around 11, 12 years old. But they were really mature about all of this and surviving, like, alone, outside, Mm -hmm. in the dark, with the heads. Like, (laughs) if it was me, I wouldn't have (laughs) been able. Definitely. We would have cried (laughs) and, like,
1: panicked our lives. We're like, okay, no. (laughs) But, yeah, this fact of discovering the truth hmm is it more painful for Emma to choose this path to like choose the path to escape or would it have been less painful as she was just like yeah I'm gonna be a mom no I
0: think for Emma obviously escaping was the best choice she wouldn't have been able to be a mom fake all of this knowing that her kids would be (laughs) sent to death Yeah, this kind of brings me another question. Because the thing is, if you live in this world, and you were born into a world like this, Mm -hmm. if they were just born into this, knowing that they're in a farm, knowing that they would die,
1: (gasps) oh, would they accept the fact?
0: Yes. Do you Hmm. think so?
1: Definitely. Because I mean, before we only could have lived to 20 years old and humans accepted that in prehistoric times we accepted the fact that we could die eventually because it's less painful to accept it right away than to always torment ourselves and say oh my god we're gonna die we have like this limit of weeks of times of years because it's just torturing yourself nowadays if there's somebody that's like oh my god I'm afraid to die every day people will look at them as if they're crazy but if we think about it, it's not crazy, because it's actually a pretty terrifying thing to like not know what's gonna happen. And so I think the kids, they would have easily accepted it. Because when you're giving a fact, and you can't do anything about it, unless you're really like smart, like Emma, or like, you're determined, and you really have this edgy side. I guess the majority would have been like, okay, yeah, we accept this. And because we're also dying with our siblings, I mean, we're all going through the same thing. And so they're just going to be in this environment where they're like, yeah, it's fine. But they're definitely going to be scared as heck. But, you know, they're going to accept it eventually. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I don't think it's more about acceptance. I think they wouldn't even care if they had to die because it's just like this. This came from when I was caring for my lizard. The thing is, he was born also into (laughs) to be my pet, kind of. And he was always in this vivarium. Mm -hmm. So like, sometimes I wonder if he knows that he just lives in a small tank. And well, he could have lived in a desert. And I just wonder if he knows that he's kind of being trapped and I'm controlling his whole life. Oh, uh, Which is yeah. kind of sad, but... Um. Yeah, I see
1: what you mean. And about the fact of accepting this life and the mangas, they mentioned that there's industrial farming too in the demon's world. And like, kids are just cells. They're born and it's just like a body. And then there's like this page in the manga that's so edgy. It's like, you see a rows of kids, literally. They're just sitting like this and literally they're just not moving. Their eyes are like sort of white. They don't have a consciousness. And how they are being nourished with a pipe going through their veins. They're just there as meat.
0: Hmm.
1: If it makes sense.
0: Interesting.
1: And so that really makes us think, you know, What makes humans so special? What makes us us? It's really our consciousness in our brain. So, yeah, that's...
0: yeah. Okay, I know that the whole movie is about the fact that farms, humans aren't good and that, you know, they shouldn't exist. But there was a promise made between demons and humans. So do you think it was still right to made those farms since they kind of breeded them and without the demons, those kids wouldn't have existed how to say
1: they were like okay well you know what we're gonna sacrifice a small number of humans in order to save a big amount well i think that they could have definitely changed it because there was the evil-blooded girl that could have helped with all this but they extinguished all the evil blooded girls like demons in order to have this power to control the meat flow, to control the price, everything to control the farms. And it's a
0: dilemma. So I think that a part of me wants to say that the farm system is okay, in a sense, because Mm -hmm. the promise Again, Mm -hmm. it's like it was made so that they could have peace because Mm -hmm. demons, they have to eat. Like they're obliged to Mm -hmm. eat humans in order to survive. So instead of chasing them and being chased, like they kind of just separated the world Mm -hmm. so that the demons could have their own farm system. By the way, this promise very very cool i really like this concept it's the base of like the promised neverland obviously Mm -hmm. but yeah anyways um so like it's just kind of like we talked about this earlier but it's just kind of us having farms instead of chasing wild hunting. yeah so for me in like In the sense of uh, demons, if Mm -hmm. I were a demon, like, I would think it's normal. Even though humans, they have emotions as well. Mm -hmm. If you have to eat them, like, there's no other choice. Like, you don't need to eat. They don't need to eat it. But if they want to keep their form and intelligence, they kind of have to. So (laughs) without them, if they all escaped, all demons would be kind of, you know, (laughs) fucked up. Yeah, and there's just one evil blooded girl, but you mm-hmm. don't, they didn't necessarily know she existed or maybe she knew, They knew, but she might not be able to help them necessarily. So mm. if she didn't exist and if they were, they had to eat those humans to survive. I think this farm systems are great. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's for the greater good to keep this promise alive to save more humans and just sacrifice a small amount. For us, I think that's about it for this episode. Yes. Yes. And
0: I want to add a disclaimer because I thought honestly the whole series was really amazing and it had really interesting characters and a good story and a very 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 good plot and very unique um, perspective on things even though um, maybe we said a few harsh um, no maybe I said not, a few that harsh, things. not that
1: harsh yeah
0: yeah but I really enjoyed the show mm-hmm. anyway yeah go yeah. watch
1: it guys come on it's the best anime we've seen yet interesting concept and like yeah, it's just it's important to think about these stuffs, even if it's a little bit disturbing, but you need to activate It's not disturbing,
0: it's normal.
1: <laughs> yep, we're taking um Angel to a psychopathy test. Don't worry guys, but yes, go check that out. And if you have any comments or you want to contact us, please email us at the underscore CineTalk underscore theory at HotMelt.com.
0: Yes, and you can follow us on social media, on Instagram for really, really great movie content, and DM us if you have anything to say. Goodbye. Yes, have a nice day.